act like we left something. Welcome back, episode seven of I Got a Story to Tell. I appreciate y'all coming back, rocking with me. Um, thank y'all for listening this far or thus far, shit, whatever it is. Y'all know how I do. Before we get into the story, I gotta give somebody their flowers. And this week, I wanna give flowers to my boy, my friend, my brother, Kevin Key, AKA Keys. Keys, you and I have been rocking for shit, damn near all our lives. From when my mother used to babysit you when you were shit, two or three. We've been rocking ever since, man. I just want you to know I love you. Um, and I'm proud of the man that you've become. And all your newfound relationships and, and, and things that you have going on and what you're doing, I'm proud of you. I look forward to, you know, when you and I talk on the phone, we're going to laugh majority of the conversation. Oh, we're going to laugh. But I appreciate you. I love you. You and I have been rocking so long. We've seen friends and family members come and go. We've seen some come. We've seen some go. We've seen some pass on. And we still rocking. So with that being said, Keys, I love you, brother. And y'all, y'all know what it is. It's that time. I got a story to tell. Let's go. story takes place in the spring of 1997. I am a freshman in college. I am trying my best to get my grades right. I'm trying to get off academic probation and I'm giving some thought to pledge. So I need to get my grades up. So this is a Monday. I have three exams the next day that I have yet to study for. I have a math exam, a biology exam, and a sociology exam with Dr. Durr. So my plan when I get out of my Monday classes, I say, hey, Michael, go get you something to eat at Taco Bell, take your ass to your room and study. Because I'm trying to get my grades up because I'm tired of my mother yelling at me. And I'm giving some thought to pledge. So I need my grades to so I get out of class. I go to get me some weak ass tacos from Taco Bell. I'm leaving Taco Bell about to go to my dorm. Halfway to my dorm, something says, hey, Mike, go holler at DC. Now, who is DC, y'all ask? DC is my brother. DC, Derek, AKA Sweets. AKA Sweet D, AKA Durs, AKA my ADP. So, what do I do? I go to see my man DC. Now, let me tell y'all how I met DC. First time I'd ever met or laid eyes on DC, I was walking through my dorm on the first floor, headed to the mailbox. 
I see DC on the payphone. He's yelling, he's screaming, he's cussing, he's going bananas on the eight on the payphone. He then takes the receiver to the payphone and starts bashing it up against the big block phone itself. He then proceeds to kick the shit out of the payphone. I look, I say, oh, old buddy is crazy. He got something going on. I'm gonna go the other way. I then leave, go to my dorm room. A few days later, I'm walking across campus. Who do I see? The crazy nigga from the payphone. I saw the dude that was beating the beating up the payphone. He's walking fast as shit. Now, DC transferred into our school from his previous school, which was Blinn College in Texas, where he was on a track scholarship. So when I see him walking across campus, he's walking fast as shit. His straps on his backpack are tight as shit. And I'm like, damn, where's old buddy going? He's like determined to get there. And y'all know people run track. If they run fast, they walk fast. So he was, you know, like I said, walking fast. Now, those are the first two times I'd ever had an encounter with my boy DC. The third time is when I spoke to him for the first time. My brother Kevin and I are sitting in the cab. We're eating. DC walks up with his tray in his hand, backpack on his back, straps tight as shit. He walks over to our table because the cafeteria is pretty packed at that time. He says, you guys mind if I sit and eat with you? I look like, who is this proper nigga? But I was afraid he might shoot that bitch up. So I'm like, yeah, you can go ahead and sit down, my man. He sits down and instantly turns into Major Pain. Y'all remember Major Pain took Karen Parsons on the date on the movie and he eats real fast, scarves down his shit. DC was on that type time. So he scarves down his shit, gets up and says, I'll see you guys later and walked off. I said, oh, he's definitely gonna shoot this bitch up. So that's how I met DC. Now back to the story. Halfway to my dorm, I say, hey, go holler at DC. I walk over to Forest Lane Apartments where DC lives at the time. When I get to DC's crib, he is sitting on the porch freaking a black and mild. I say, what's up? We have a quick conversation. He goes in the house, in his apartment, I should say, and he gets a bottle of Seagram 7 out the cabinet above his sink, pours him a glass full and drinks it. I say, what is on dude's mind where he drinking like this? Now, only people I knew that drank Seagram 7 at the time were niggas that worked third shift at the plant and niggas in the neighborhood who worked on your car. But, fuck it. He drinks it. We sit there, he smokes his black and mild, we talk, we ha ha he he. He says, hey, run with me to the drive-thru real quick. We go to the drive-thru. DC gets four. Yes, four. The number after three, the one before five. Four bottles of St. I's Special Brew. For those who don't know what St. I's Special Brew is, it's like a jacked up, kicked up wine cooler. So he gets four. We go back to DC's crib. We sit down in the living room. He has his music sky damn high. He takes the bottles out. He gives two to me. He keeps two. I'm looking like I had no intention on drinking. It's a Monday. I got to go study. I got to get off academic probation. 
because I'm tired of my mama yelling at me and I'm thinking about pledging. I sit there, I drink my two bottles, he drinks his two. DC's not affected. I'm chilling, but I feel it. Like I feel it on me. We laughing, having good conversation. DC says then, hey, run over here to this chick's crib with me real quick. So he's telling me as we walk over there, yeah, old girl feeling me, you know, I'm trying to see what's up. So we get over there. She's giving him rhythm. I'm sitting on the couch. Oh, y'all. This goddamn St. I special brew is jumping on my back like a 700 pound gorilla. And I can't shake it. DC's cool, calm, and collected. He's over there hitting him with his Billy D. Williams shit. But this St. I's is on me. And I can't shake it. And I ain't studied yet. Because I'm tired of my mama yelling at me. And I'm thinking about trying to pledge. So I got to get my grades up. Mid-conversation, I catch old girl peekabooing over at me. I say, well, wait a damn minute. So she starts giving me a little bit of rhythm. DC picked up on the shit, too, because DC then says, all right, we out. I'm like, holy smokes, this nigga didn't cut this visit short. We get outside, he say, hey, is it me or was she was she at you? I'm like, yeah, little, little taste she was at me, just a little taste. We laugh, we giggle, ha ha he he. We get back to DC's apartment. We're chilling. It's a Monday, y'all. I got three exams the next day that I ain't studied for. DC then says, hey, run with me somewhere real quick. Fuck it, all right. We get in the car. We drive down Colonel Glenn Highway and we end up at the liquor store. I said, well, hold on, wait a damn minute. I'm saying this to myself. Again, this ain't eyes is on me. Oh, it's, it's starting to kick my ass a little bit, right? But I ain't gonna say shit. We go into the liquor store. We looking around, seeing what they got. We stop in front of a large stand of E&J Clear. For y'all that don't know, NJ made a clear liquor for a hot second. I don't even know if they still make it. But they had a ton of this shit at the liquor store. And what do you do if you're a business and you can't move that shit? You lower the price. So this shit was bargain basement dirt cheap. DC bought the biggest bottle they had. We get back in the car. We go back to DC's crib. Now, the ride up Colonel Glenn Highway back to campus, I'm thinking... When this nigga parks this car, I'm getting out. I'm going back to my room and I'm going to study because I got three exams, y'all. I'm trying to get off academic probation. I'm tired of my mama cussing me out. And I'm giving some thought to maybe just pledging. So I got to get my grades up. We get back. He puts the car in park. I put my right foot outside the car. Something says, no, nah, nigga, don't go to your room. Go in this apartment and drink this liquor. So what do I do? I listen to myself. I go in the apartment, me and DC chill. This nigga has the music sky high. He goes in the kitchen, pulls down two big ass plastic Kings Island cups. Bust open that ENJ clear and divvies it up half and half in each cup. Y'all, 
We ain't mix it with no ice, no pop, no juice. We drank it, had them folks at the bottler put it in the bottle. Them people that made it put it in the bottle to be drank like that. So that's how we drank it. We sit down, we drink it. 30 minutes, that shit gone. I'm drunk as can damn be at this point. DC still is maneuvering like he ain't had shit to drink. Oh man, I'm drunk. It hits me. I ain't studied yet. Something says, Michael, take your ass home and study. I say, DC, I'm about to go to the crib. Now, I told DC I was about to go to the crib and study. But in all actuality, the reason I got up, because I felt like I was about to throw up and I didn't want to be embarrassed. So I figured if I get my black ass up and walk all the way down across the parking lot, through the trail, through the woods, down to my dorm, if I had to throw up, I can throw up outside nobody will see. That was my plan. So I get up, grab my backpack, walk home to my dorm. Right before I walk in the dorm, I throw up in the grass. Oh, I'm drunk, drunk. I get in my dorm room, sit down in my chair. I say, man, 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 you ain't studied yet. But I'm trying to get my grades up because I'm tired of my mama cussing me out and I just might please. I sit there and oh, the room is doing some other shit now. It didn't bypass spinning. Oh, it's doing some other shit. What do I do? I start panicking. Something in my head says, Michael, what if you die of alcohol poison? I start panicking. What do I do? I pick up my telephone and call my mama. My mother answers the phone. She says, hello. I say, what's up, ma? She says, Michael, why are you yelling in my phone? I respond with, shit, I ain't talking that loud. She says, excuse me? I'm like, damn, I'm just talking regular. She said, why are you cursing in my telephone? I'm like, see, here you go with this. She said, what? I was like, man, you always complain about something. She says, oh, have you been drinking? I respond with, man, never mind, and hang up on my mom. Y'all, I was tripping. Oh, I was tripping. I then pass out sleep. I wake up about an hour later, and I'm sweating. Oh, nigga, I'm sweating. Like a nigga at a white woman funeral. I'm sweating. You hear me? My room is hot. I'm sweating. I'm drunk. I'm just a, a, a piss poor, pitiful person at this point. What do I do? Get in the bed, fully clothed, shoes, I mean everything on, I go to sleep. I wake up the next morning and I wake up late. Y'all, I got three exams that I ain't studied for. I get up, go to my first exam. They ain't even there. I'm so late. I'm early for the next class. I'm late, late. I get there. The room is empty. You can hear a rat piss on cotton. It ain't nobody in there. I say, well, there go that F. Go to my next class. 
my next exam. Oh, nigga, I'm just circling shit on the Scantron sheet. Yep, failed that one. Get to my third one with Dr. Durr. I go in, I ain't even gonna pump fake like I'm about to do something. Go in, take my L. I, I failed that one too. The whole time I'm cursing the very day that my boy DC was ever born. I'm like, oh, this nigga set me up to fail. This nigga's trying to get me out of school. I'm mad as shit. I leave. I go back to my dorm room. Whole way there. I'm hungover. I feel like shit. I'm sweating. I got to throw up. I got to shit. I got to fart. I got to burp. I got to, I'm all, everything that your body can do. I, I, I'm going through it. But the whole time I'm thinking, this nigga DC has set me up. So, I get back to my dorm room. I check my messages. My mother has called me at least five times. Michael, call me when you get this message. I ain't calling because I know it's waiting on me on the other end of that phone. I know my mother. I know how she operates. I know if I don't call her back, she's going to call my brother and he's going to call me. So, sure as shit. I get a phone call. I don't answer. I check my messages. It is my brother, Kevin. I call Kevin back because on his message, he said, hey, Mike, hit me up when you get a chance. He was calm. I call my brother. Phone call goes like this. He answers. I say, what's up, kid? He starts like always. Nigga, you straight? Yeah, I'm good. Hey, nigga, you better call my mama beat your ass. That's how he followed up. You straight. So what does that mean? That means I better pick up that phone and call Barbara and Wilson. So what do I do? Call my mama. My mother answers the phone. Michael, how you doing? I'm good. I start off the conversation. Mama, I want to apologize for talking to you like that. She says, I understand. I know you're at college, got a whole lot of freedom. You're having fun. If you're going to drink, you got to be careful. She's hitting me with all that. I'm like, yeah. I respond with, yeah, you know, me and DC were sitting around. We was drinking. Now, let me stop the story right there. I didn't have to do that. I instantly turned into a snitch. I got caught, but I brought DC in with me. I didn't have to do that. I turned into Nino Brown when he stood up and said, oh, this is bigger than Nino Brown. Oh, nigga, I turned into a goddamn stool pigeon right then. So back to the story. So she's telling me, like, you know, you got to be careful. You know, you can't be doing that. Yada, yada, yada. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I get off the phone. I'm still cursing the very day DC was born because the nigga is trying to get me out of school because he know. I'm trying to get my grades up because I'm tired of my mama yelling at me and I just might. God damn it. Want to pledge. Now. Few days pass and it's time for me to go home this weekend. My roommate, Arjuna, says I drop you off at the crib. Cool. He drops me off at the crib. I take my key, open the door, go into my mother's apartment. I walk in. I didn't see her. So I say, Mom, 
She says, I'm back here. Here I come. I put my bag down, walking over in the living room, about to give my mother a hug. I open up my arms, lean in like we always do, and bam! My mother slapped the dog shit out of me. Oh, Nick. I'm holding my face, and I'm like, Ma. I'm shocked. I'm stunned. Anytime anybody hits you, hit you, you, well, I ain't gonna say anybody, but you know, you wanna fire back. But I knew what it was. So I'm standing there holding my face. My mama say, don't you have your black ass life talk to me like that. You hear me? I'm like, yes, ma'am. I ain't one of your little friends. You hear me, Michael? Yes, ma'am. Where the hell you get off calling my phone, talking to me like that on my phone? I'm sorry. Ma now I'm confused because I'm thinking the shit's over. We had a conversation on the phone. I'm thinking smoke is avoided. I ain't got no problem. We good. Oh, no. Barbara Ann Wilson from Ufala, Alabama. That's E-U-F-A-L-A. Oh, she wasn't done with it. She wasn't done with that shit by far. So I'm standing there, confused, shocked, face stinging. Because my mother was a little woman, but she had the right hand of David to her. So she's cussing me out. Ah, she's letting me have it. Where you get off calling my goddamn phone talking to me like that? I will beat your black ass. You hear me? Here I go turn into a snitch. Well, me and DC was just chill. She said, and I'm going to beat DC ass when I see him. I ain't had to snitch on DC. I ain't had to tell on DC. But my Nino Brown came out. And I told I told on Raheem Akbar. So she then follows and ends the conversation with, and you going to rehab. I'm like, rehab? Yeah, you heard me. Rehab, goddammit. My mother is now about to make me go to AA because I got drunk on a Monday with DC. And all I was trying to do was get my grades up. Cause I'm tired of yelling at me and I'm trying to maybe pledge. Now I got to go to AA cause goddamn DC. Now I get back to school. Couple weeks go by. My mother is calling my phone, blowing it up. I answer the phone. I say, hello, Michael. I say, yes, ma'am. Have you gone to them people's meetings yet? Y'all know how black mama be to them people. Y'all know that's a famous phrase they throw out there. Have you gone to them people's meetings yet? I'm like, mom, not yet. Michael Anthony, if I tell you again. Now, when my mama called me Michael and Anthony, it was some shit. Now, if she threw the last name in there. It was some real shit. So I know the urgency level like they kicked up a little bit when she added the middle name. So I'm like, all right, mom, I got it. Y'all. I have to go to AA. My first, very first meeting at AA. I walk in. It don't look shit like it do on TV and movies and shit. I'm in this little dingy ass room with these metal church folding chairs. We got the leader, the group leader, or counselor, whatever you call him. He's up front. He's talking. All I did that first meeting was introduce myself. He tells me. Next meeting, when you come back, you know, 
you'll introduce yourself you'll give some more information let people know what you're dealing with you know all this shit i'm thinking to myself i don't have a fucking problem like i'm not a fucking drunk but anyway now comes time for the second meeting a week later y'all i was about to get healed oh nigga i was about to be healed i was about to be healed from this second meeting y'all know how benny hen take the coat off and hit the people with it and they fall out Ooh. oh nigga that's what this second meeting was about to be that second meeting was about to be the coat off benny hen so i go to the second meeting as i'm walking in this stinking ass dirty ass room all i can think is this motherfucker dc got me here in rehab i sit down there's a dude to my left and a dude to my right. The nigga on my right is breathing hard as shit. He not doing nothing though. He like on some, like he got an atenoid problem or something. Like he need to go see an ear, nose and throat doctor. Like he on this Darth Vader shit, right? So I'm sitting there getting, oh, I'm getting mad. Now anybody that knows me knows I, I'm cool with confrontation. I'm with the shits if need be. And I'm, it's taking everything in me not to turn to dude and be like, hey, man, shut up. Because he's breathing so loud. But I ain't say shit. So everybody's going around. It gets to me. Now, it's my time to share. The counselor, leader, rehab dude tells me, like, Michael, you hold off to the end. I want you to hear everybody's story first. I'm like, all right, shit. Loud breathing dude next to me stands up. Nigga says his name. You know, all this shit, right? Introducing himself. He starts telling his story. I just don't know that this nigga is the Benny Hinn coat that I needed to cure me. This nigga starts talking. He says, I started out uh, in high school drinking beer with my friends. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That's shit. That's how I started out. Then he says, then me and my friends, we would steal some of, you know, our parents' liquor and we would drink it. I'm like, oh, shit, I did that shit, too. So, okay, I'm with you, my guy. He goes on to say, then I started drinking a little more when I got to college. Okay, shit, natural progression. That's my shit. So, I'm, I'm with my man. I'm with the loud breathing dude. He then says, I would drink on weekends and party real hard. I said, yeah. Then he said, then I start drinking on weekdays. I said, oh, shit, that's me. I was drinking on the Monday, fucking with D.C. when I should have been studying to get my grades up. I'm like, well, shit, okay. So now the nigga got my ear. I'm like, oh, shit. Where are you going with this? Nigga says, and then it started getting real bad. I started blacking out. I'm like, well, nah, I ain't had no blackouts yet. So I'm thinking, damn, that's going to be next. I'm going to be on some blacking out shit. He says, and then one time I knew it got too bad. I blacked out and I woke up and my buddy was laying on top of me. I'm like, hold on, nigga. This then took a turn like, hell no. So the Benny Hinn coat coming off at this point, right? I said, oh shit, this nigga talking some other shit. So I'm sitting there. He says, then before I knew it, me and my friends, we start doing pills when we drank. I'm like, well, no, nah, I ain't never been one for pills and shit. Like, it's hard to get me to take a Tylenol. So I'm like, I don't know about that, my nigga. Then he says, I started doing all type of other drugs. I started out with cocaine. Like, no, because I know what dope fiends look like, and I ain't never wanted to be no dope fiend. The nigga then says, 
and now I'm on heroin. I said, oh, no, you done lost me, my guy. We was on the same road going to the same destination, but you turned off somewhere. So I'm like, oh, this nigga tripped. He says, now, y'all, he didn't he didn't rev the Benny Hinn coat back. He ain't like swung it at me yet and hit me with the Benny Hinn coat and I'm falling out. Oh, but this nigga fin too. Oh, he finna hit me with it, y'all. He says, I start doing heroin. I don't have no more veins in my arms where I can shoot up. I can't shoot up in between my toes. Only place now that I can shoot up and get high and feel the effects is the veins in my testicle. Y'all, that's when the goddamn Benny Hinn coat hit me. That nigga said he shoots up in the veins in his testicles. I was done. That nigga said that, my next move, y'all. I got up, did a smooth spin, start walking toward the door. I was cured, goddammit. I was cured. The counselor leader dude says, Mike, where you going? I said, I'm good. He was like, huh? I said, I'm good. I don't need no more. He was like, it's only your second minute. That's all I need. I'm out. I go back to my dorm. I called my mother. My mother and I talked for a minute and I told her, I said, mom, I'm good. I don't need there. I mean, uh, rehab no more. She said, what? I said, mom, I'm good. Trust me on this. And I guess, you know, parents know they kids. She heard it in my voice and said, okay, y'all, I was cured. Two weeks later, I'm so cured. Me and DC link up. We go chill with Bird. Shout out Bird, the real bad influence. We go to Bird's crib in College Park where him, Marcus, Gabron, they lived and they had a folding table. They bring outside, sit in front of the crib. They bring out some cards and we about to play spades. As we sit there, all I'm thinking is, I went through all this shit all because I was tired of my mama yelling at me and I was thinking about pledge. Bird walks out the door. Before he comes out, me and DC say, hey, Bird, bring us one of them red dog beers. He brings them out, sits them on the table. We drink, we laugh. Before you know it, my mama stopped yelling at me. And all I can say is, yo. Yo.